the show for the curious connoisseur. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I am Ryan, your guide to the greener side of life. Welcome to our Sunday snippets on the Cannabis Connoisseur podcast. Each Sunday, we bring you bite-sized insights from our past episodes, focusing on one specific topic for under 13 minutes. It's perfect for your quick coffee break or even a short drive. So let's dive into this week's snippet and unfold the wonders of cannabis together, shall we? Let's go. Planning for a lot of goals this year, uh, all kinds of different things, you know, different types of goals, work, mental, physical. How can cannabis help? You know, let, let's take a look at that. So I think when we're talking about goal setting, you know, just to, to kind of get into it, it's something that I've had to do personally, you know, for a while in my job. Uh, every year I had to hit a goal in sales specifically. So I'll be pulling a lot of my goal setting knowledge from that. Um, I've also, as we know on the show, I've talked about how I've lost, you know, 50, 60 pounds, came off five, six different medications. Um, I've lost, you know, a lot of weight and and improved my physical phys- physicality, I should say, through goal setting. So goal setting um, is really important. And I have tried to do the best I can as well to positively pair cannabis so it can positively impact my goal setting strategies, right? If you you can utilize cannabis in a way sometimes that isn't helpful and can take you off of your goals or away from your, your goal setting strategies. So we don't want that. And that's nothing that we like to advocate on this show. So we're going to talk about ways that that you can, you know, do the best you can to stay on track of your goals this year in 2023. And I am probably going to screw up at some point and say 2022. Uh, but, you know, I'll expect that, I guess, now that we know that. So, and even if I do, it's not a huge deal. We know that too. <laughs> so I think first, when you're setting a goal, right, and we all have different goals, we all do different things, different experiences. I am no genius and and you know, by any means and like goal setting, I just have some experience that I'd like to talk about could be helpful. Uh, You just got to look at what you're trying to do, right? Are you unhappy or happy with your work? Are you trying to optimize, you know, your your personal fitness, whether it's mental, physical, Um, you know, you can start like focusing on, on something and like one of those pieces, if you'd like, and then you can, you know, or you can kind of look at it holistically. So it kind of depends, like, how you want to attack it. But typically, you really want to get a sense of what it is you're trying to accomplish. There's times where people just are, are sitting there saying, all right, what do I need to accomplish to get better? And they literally, and this was me, by the way, uh, just think to themselves, I have to do everything. <laughs> I have to do everything better. And I kind of feel that way all the time, to be honest. Um, so I try and, and implement really a holistic strategy that touches on everything that's always being implemented. It's hard. but I think this happens for a lot of people where the hardest part about like setting a goal is not knowing where to start, right? Like not knowing if it's mentally where you got to start, if it's, if it's physically. Um, And, you know, I, I think the strategy of what you decide to use, let's say you're looking at at improving or focusing, I guess, on your mental and physical self. Um, I think whether you start mentally or you start focusing physically or do both is absolutely debatable. And I think there's people that have done both successfully for sure. Um, I'm just going to talk about what I think was easiest for me, what I believe, what I know was easiest for me to tackle the types of goals and challenges that I was tackling to to maximize you know, my goal setting strategies. So, and just a reminder, uh, you know, I, I've... Again, I was it came off 50, 60 pounds, five, six different medications years ago, 10, 15 years ago. 
Um, and I had to really start understanding like how to build strategies that would optimize myself in a way that would put me in the best possible physical and mental condition. And I'm, I'm, I'm still haven't made it. Like, I still don't believe I'm there. Right. And I feel like I've been on this journey. I've, I've, I've made huge strides and a lot of people would, would even say, Oh yeah, you're, you're, you're awesome. But like, I think a lot of people that sometimes are viewed that way, possibly even themselves, you know, if, if you're always trying to get better, you see those, you accept where you're at, you accept, you know, the, 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 the good things that you've done in your life. Right. But you understand at the same time that there's room to improve and they're always going to always is going to be room to improve because the world and your life is always changing. So you have to keep changing and modifying. Right. And so your goals, you have to figure out how to keep those in, in sight as well and keep directionally pushing in that direction, you know, to, to, to get you where you want to end up. Right. So starting with a goal, when I was in a place where I didn't know where to start, mental, physical, I had no idea, right? I was always an athlete. And so um, I, I came from a, pretty, a family that was pretty physical, and all of us were athletes. And so I, I knew that, you know, being in shape and feeling good often came with some physical uh, balance, which is absolutely true. And I don't still don't disagree with that today. For me, that just made it really easy to say, well, then I'm going to start with my physical body to get my physical and mental body eventually in shape and where I want it to be. So I started with moving. Um, and, and that's what I recommend, you know, for people. And, you know, I, I wanted to get my endorphins going first. So when I was in that mental, physical rut, you know, just just mentally not there. Physically, I was overweight, and not feeling good. Um, I started with with mainly just exercise. And then obviously with the diet as well, you have to pair the good diet, but that comes with a stronger mind, right? So it's hard to do that at first. Um, so, but I think starting with that movement, getting motivated, seeing gains, whether it's either through weight reduction or it's through uh, strength gains, right? You're, you're, you're at the gym, like pumping iron and all of a sudden you're lifting twice as much as you were before, right? And like you start feeling that and, and, and those are the, that's the momentum that you need to, yourself, you need to see so you can keep moving and you can keep um, going after that next goal. And, and, and that, I think that's the point, right? Like what? How do you want to break that down? So I, I really like the physical movement because I, I think it's easier to kind of digest. I think starting with physical movement when you're in a mental physical rut and you really do have to focus on both, where do you start? I think physical movement is just easier to understand and digest, especially in the Western world. People know like you don't have to, unlike meditation, it's hard for people to understand meditation. I love meditation. I do it several times a day. But it's hard for people, especially newbies, especially in the Western world, to understand that and even to be accepting of it, right? Um, I almost find it's better if you're in a better physical shape to start and you're like, all right, well, what can I do to further be bettering myself? You Then you start, or you're more open to start looking at things like meditation at that point, right? So that's why like, like kind of starting, like, because, you know, you're, you're, you're used to bettering yourself at that point, right? So it just kind of makes that momentum a, a bit easier. So I, I think, um, you know, like yoga and meditation, awesome, 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 fantastic ways to to begin. They often just are a little limiting, a bit limiting. Um, they can be a bit limiting, I should say, to newbies uh, that just aren't, haven't grown up in that type of culture, right? And aren't used to that and that mindset and concept. And 
hopefully someday they will be because I, I think those are both great, fantastic exercises to be involved in. And I think everyone should do it. But just looking at things realistically, that's just kind of how the things operate, right? Uh, and at least in Western society, a lot of the times, I think, so I, I think because of that, you know, there isn't much of a philosophy for movement, right? So you just got to get up and move and just have the motivation to move. So then you have to consider, you know, why is it you're not moving, right? Like, like, what is it, you know, like, why are you not motivated to move? Is it because of a pain? Is it because of a mental ailment? Is that why you're not motivated to, to physically move? And if it's a mental ailment, consider or a physical ailment, I should say, consider a higher THC option that, that may assist with this, maybe a hybrid or a sativa. If it's during the day that you need that type of assistance. Um, if you're looking to, to, you know, help with physical pains for sleep, maybe you want to be looking at an indica version, right? Something for nighttime. Um, but pains typically are assisted with THC uh, and, and I've definitely CBD and CBG as well. Uh, you want to sprinkle those in if you can to your flower. But let's just say, you know, the, the reasoning may be because of mental planes or mental blocks, then you want to consider CBG or CBD a higher ratio of those cannabinoids in that scenario, right? Um, you know, depending on the severity, maybe even to some THC, we do know that THC can exacerbate mental and mental issues occasionally. So we do want to stay heavy on the CBD, CBG cannabinoids, typically, if, if that's what we're looking to unblock to get us moving. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi. 
Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConX and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.